It's Bean Uncaged. Welcome back. Another episode of the Instincts Podcast. Bean Uncaged means, unfortunately, you stuck with me today. I'm going to swing in this cage and I'm going to talk to you about two things, mindset and money. And as you know, initially, I get right to it. We tap into your instincts. Why? You are the highest form of intelligence on the planet. Why aren't you using it to your benefit? In fact, a lot of you guys watching, you're using your intelligence to your detriment because you are too emotional. You're the highest form of intelligence on the planet, but emotionally, most humans are weak. So if you're going to tap into your potential and the greatness that the man upstairs gave you, I want you to study and listen as I talk about other creations of the man upstairs and the different things that he put in these animals to help them survive. And maybe you can borrow You can even steal some of these qualities, wake up, look at your life every single day and use them, even if it's just one, to improve your situation. It's a great day to change lives. That's what this Instincts podcast is all about. Now, normally I don't do this. But today I brought something special. What that means is I don't always have an animal that I'm going to discuss on the table. But this man is sitting here so big, so bold. And in real life, they're actually pretty beautiful. You ever seen something so ugly as cute, right? (laughs) A silverback gorilla. I want to talk to you guys about the qualities of the silverback gorilla. Now, Brian, what is it? Well, first, let me tell you what inspired this. A friend of mine is a veterinarian. And one day we were talking. She said a silverback is so powerful that they can grab your arm and without even moving, without even moving, one twist, you're... (laughs) It's kind of graphic. Your arm will come out of socket. Now, before you start doing like I do, you start feeling pain. Let me explain. That's just what started the conversation. The conversation was about how strong the silverback really is, right? Your arm will come out of socket if a silverback just moves his wrist. Your arm is <laughs> detached. I said, okay, doc, that's a, little bit, that's a little much. She said, no, seriously. When they put the silverback to sleep temporarily, They have to wait a certain amount of time because if you touch the silverback's hand and even though he's asleep and your hand is in his hand and his reflexes are still active, his reflexes are still active, he will crush your hand with his with his reflex. In other words, they have to make sure he's 100 percent out and will not wake up during the procedure, because if he does, everything in that room is going to die. Your hand will get crushed by a silverback's reaction, even if it's knocked out. So you know me. Being the creator of the Instincts Training Series, I said, let me study the silverback. Now, if you know me by now, you know that I don't come with the normal approach. We're not here today to talk about strength. We're not here today to talk about how big he is. You know what I want to talk to you about? This guy is the king of confrontation. Brian, what do you mean? Come on, man. You know, by now, it's not just, you know, <laughs> the obvious traits I give you on the Instincts uh, series. He's the king of confrontation. Every day, the alpha male in a silverback community, if you will, has to fight even from the, he has to fight to become an elder. So at some point, He's fighting the elders in the community and must confront them to win or lose to determine whether or not 
the rest of the harem will respect him. Also, he has to watch his back from the children that he birthed in the community because they want to become him. Now, I want you all to imagine having to confront those that you once respected above, like your parents, and those that you brought into this world, like your children, and having to constantly confront each level every single day of your life from taking your position. Well, why don't you become the king of confrontation? Not the king of negativity, not the king of drama, not the king of politics. What I mean by the king of confrontation is when you see a problem, why don't you meet it before it meets you? See, I learned this a long time ago. This is how life works. You're either in a problem, one just left, or one is on its way. I think what makes me so resilient and what's, what, the reason I've been blessed the last 25, I'm um, going on 30 years in business, is because when I see a problem, I meet it first. That way, it doesn't catch me off guard. See, what a lot of people do is when they have a problem, relationships, finances, bill collectors, health, they bury their heads in the sand and they act like just because they don't see the problem, the problem doesn't exist. Just because you don't see the problem, that does not mean the problem does not see you. So if you, men, for example, are hard-headed when it comes to going to the doctor. You know that prostate runs prevalent in our community over the age of 40. You know the cholesterol levels and blood pressures can tend to increase over the age of 45 or over the age of 35, depending on your DNA. You know these things, but we run from the problem instead of going to the doctor to prevent the problem when we all know an ounce of prevention is worth more than a pound of cure. So we run from health issues. We run from talks about our financial struggles. When I was broke, I screamed to the heavens, look, I'm broke. It must be something I don't know because I see people around me, not just on television, I see people around me doing well. God, what am I doing wrong? When I told everybody I was broke and I told everybody I needed help and I told everyone I'm willing to work, and I told everyone I'm coachable, and they saw that I was hungry, all doors and windows opened because I confronted my problems that I was broke and I opened admittedly, and I was open because I confronted my problems when I was broke and I was open enough to admit that I needed help. Most people put on a beautiful face, especially in this day and age in social media. They show you their best images. They show you their best moments. They took two million pictures and they picked the best two. And they, then they put the filter on it. And then they put the best backdrop on it. And then they made sure the hair was positioned. And then they made sure that they had on the right clothes. If you took care of your problems, like you take care of your selfies, you'd be a billionaire. See, on, pit, on camera and on social media and on the photos, you act like you don't have any problems. Now, I'm not saying post your problems. I'm not a big fan of you posting your problems on social media because people get uh, a kick out of you showing that you're going through something. What I'm saying is when I didn't have a dime, I was not afraid to look in the mirror and confront that person and say it's you and then look everywhere else and confront them in a polite way and say, look, I need some help. 
Where's, and I don't mean financially. Where's the next seminar? What's the next MP3 I can listen to? What's the next book I can read? See, if you don't confront your problems, they're coming. And what happens is you so busy all day putting out small fires and taking care of everyone else's busyness that you don't take care of your own business. When I decided to stop putting out small fires and exerting all my energy into everybody else's lives, into everybody else's problems, and stop and stop starting my day peering into everybody else's world and scrolling and seeing what everybody else is doing. When I decided years ago that instead of taking care of busyness, I'm gonna take care of business, my whole life changed because I decided to confront the man in the mirror. Confront him first. Then confront your situation and say, you know what? I'm not afraid of you. You need to speak to your problems out loud. Now, people don't believe me, but this is true. I've lost homes. I've lost money. I've lost friendships. I've lost relationships. And the first thing I did was look in the mirror. And instead of breaking the mirror, I fixed the reflection. Don't break the mirror and get mad at what you see. Fix the reflection in the mirror and get excited about what you see. I got a million qualities on on this guy right here. And as you tap into the Instincts podcast, you'll get one every week. But I wanted to talk to you first about confronting yourself before you start looking around trying to confront other people. Confront yourself, confront your problems, confront your past, confront your personal issues And I can promise you the future will look totally different than your past. I hate to interrupt, but we got to take a break. I got to pay some bills. This segment was sponsored by the Instincts Training Series. Do you guys know you are the highest form of intelligence watching this video? That means you're a human being. Well, God created other animals as well. There are millions of other species. And I teach you how to tap into your instincts by using what God gave them and their survival mechanisms so you can reach your full potential. Do me a big favor. Visit brianenbean.com. That's brianenbean.com for a glimpse and a free keynote into our instincts training series. And I'll see you guys on the other side. Now enjoy the rest of the episode. Before we go, this next segment was sponsored by the Extra Digit Movement, where we show you how to grow your net worth one digit at a time using what? Strategies, not sales, not hype, not fluff. I'm not knocking sales. I've been in sales for the first 15 years of my career. Now I use strategies to show people how I went from three figures every two weeks to four figures a week to five figures a month to six figures a year to a seven-figure career working right out of my home. That's right. Right now you're looking at part of my home. Why? Because these strategies don't have emotions attached to them. See, money is an emotional thing. And before we tackle this nothing but money topic, I want you to understand that you can put a strategy on top of every single dollar you make. If you don't, somebody else has a plan and strategy for your money. So I'm showing you every week how to put your own strategy on top of your own money so it can work for you and not you work for it. Let's get right into it. I want to continue a cash flow discussion. Cash flow is measured in time. Income is measured in dollars. That's why it's called income. That's the money you have coming in. Now rock with me for a minute uncaged today. The minute you learn the difference between income and cash flow, your life is going to change. 
because I'm going to give you an example real quick of two individuals. One is wealthy and one is what would be considered average. And the wealthy individual is in a worse situation, even though they have more income. And the average person with an, actually an above average salary is in a better situation, even though they have less income. Why? Because I'm going to make her cash flow better. Pay attention. If you have a million dollars a year, your income is astronomical. Don't get food here in America. Do not get it twisted in this country. Everybody's not making $83,000 a month. Contrary to popular belief. So a million dollars a year is, an, is a great lifestyle. Now, if you break this down, and look at this person's finances, and he's on the golf course, in the golf club, got three cars, got a, a mansion, living the high life, part of every membership, got the expensive clothes, got the expensive maintenance on the expensive cars, got the expensive dates for the beautiful women. Let's say he's spending $2 million. His cash flow is negative six. Brian, where'd you get negative six? Think about it. It's 12 months a year. So this represents the year. So if his bills are two million for the year, but his income is one million, he's what I call broke by June. It doesn't matter how much income he has. He's hustling backwards. His cash flow is negative six because from January to June, he's okay. He's got a million dollars. But his bill said we go from June to December as well. So he's negative six. That means he's short every year. Brian, I don't understand. Why, why are you negative six? All right. We break it down this way. He's half of whatever he needs. So he's broke by the 15th of all 12 months. Why? Because his million dollars won't last but half of the 30 days. His bills are 30 days long, but his money's 15 days short. Brian, I don't understand the weekly thing. Okay. Brian, I don't understand the monthly thing. Okay. He's broke every two weeks. <laughs> His bills last four weeks. He only has two weeks worth of bills. How many more ways can I break this down? We uncaged today. You got to get this. His, his cash flow is negative six months because cash flow is measured in time, not money. Let's take a young lady who's a principal in high school or a college professor. Let's just say she makes $80,000 a year, above average in this country. But her bills are $40,000 a year. She makes $80,000 in 12 months, but her bills are $40,000. Her cash flow is two years. If she doesn't make another dime after the 80, she can go this year and next year because her bills are 40. She's cash flow positive. So no, she doesn't have a million golf um, club memberships. And no, she may not have the most expensive cars in the world. In fact, she's smart. She has one and it's paid off. It's going from A to B just like everything else. And no, she may not be able to go on 80 vacations a year, but she's happy with the four or five that she takes because she has a condo, one in Milan, one in Miami, and her house is almost paid for in um, her state. 
So she's doing better than Mr. Big Shot. And I guarantee you her stress and health is much better because she's cash flow positive. It's not how much money you make. It's how long your money stays with you. These are the strategies we teach you why this principal, why this young lady, why this professor is much happier than Mr. Big Shot Millionaire who's got it going on income wise, but his cash flow sucks and he's floating everything else on a credit card to keep playing the part of the millionaire. Listen, I hope that serves you guys well. We do two things on being uncaged. That's right. I'm by myself today once a week to give you mindset and money. I want you guys to confront your problems like a silverback would. And I want you to stay cash flow positive and don't let the other entities that we talk about on being uncaged get into your pockets because you deserve the money that you work so hard for. It's a great day to change lives. I'll see you guys on the next episode.